Welcome to the Hustle With Us podcast, episode number two. So for everyone who is new to Hustle, Hustle is the number one app today for athletic training, available on iTunes and through Google Play. You can also visit us at www.hustletraining.com. So I'm your host, Craig Moschino, and with me is the founder and CEO of Hustle, Matt Michaud. So Matt, we just finished recording with Gabe Scringer. He's a basketball coach. He's a statistician at Fox Chapel High School in Pittsburgh. What did you think of it? Well, it's interesting to hear firsthand how uh, somebody gets into becoming a statistician and then the evolution of how uh, it goes from tracking turnovers and assists to things that are advanced, like the value point system. Gabe gives some great practical advice for anybody who wants to get into it. One thing that I liked, he gave some real world examples of different things that he measures, things that make a difference between, you know, average players and great players. Um, and then also some fun things like how he measures a uh, turkey. So anybody listening, listen for that. Let's get into it right now with Gabe Scringer. All right, real quick, folks, before we get to our interview, a quick word about the Hustle Sports Training app. Are you an athlete trying to improve your skills or a youth sports coach trying to develop an effective training program? Look no further than the Hustle app. Hustle is the simplest way to learn new sports skills, period. We partner with coaches and trainers at all levels to produce instructional videos and training plans that will help you to improve your fundamentals and master those advanced techniques. Whether you're building out your practice plans or looking to improve your form, techniques, or fitness, Hustle has a training plan for you. Download our app in iTunes or on the Google Play App Store by searching Hustle Training or visit our website at hustletraining.com. Get a leg up on your competition with Hustle. All right, so Gabe, thanks so much for joining us today. You know, Matt and I, we've been talking about, you know, having a statistician in on the podcast to, you know, give advice to coaches who want to get more into analytics and better leverage statistics to do better um, in coaching, you know, to become better coaches overall. So really thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Thanks uh, for having me here. I appreciate the opportunity. Cool. So let's get right into it. Um, let's hear a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, in addition to working as a statistician, you're also a coach. So, um, you know, how did you get into coaching? Overall. Yeah, that's true. So um, I started as an assistant coach, a volunteer assistant for the Fox Chapel Boys varsity basketball team in the 2010-2011 season. And I started that way because my older brother became the, the head coach and needed some people on his team. And I was in the I had the opportunity and time available to lend my support for him. And one of the areas that he needed some help with was somebody who could track the player's progress and give him some insight as to what was going on with the players and uh, give him up-to-date or a real-time kind of stats as the game was going on or just like a feel for the, for the game. So it was a uh, mutual, mutually beneficial kind of thing for us at the time to, to, for me to come on board with that. Mm -hmm. And so what was your experience with basketball overall? You know, did you grow up playing it and, um, you know, coaching anything? kind of less yes. high profile than high school? Well, from an early age, I had always been involved and our father was uh, a basketball coach 
okay. for the the local uh, church team, CYO team growing up. So I became uh, involved at a very early age. I was fortunate to, to be around basketball a lot. And we always were helping keep score, or keep uh, stats for the, for the game, keep the book. And um, that kind of translated into coaching. I, I did a lot in baseball as well. So our dad was always keeping books. So it was kind of one of those things that was just a, an easy thing to, to pick up and to use uh, growing up and to, to translate that into something in a, in a higher level. Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned um, baseball and scorekeeping. My, it reminds me, you know, my dad, um, we would go to uh, baseball games and both of us sit there and, and keep the book, like just for no, no reason <laughs> other than just like the fun of keeping the book. So let's talk about when you first started, you know, how did you even know where to start? Well, early on, it was definitely a, a process of just trying to figure out what worked at the, at the beginning, the first season, more of a, a basic approach to it just because of trying to figure out how to incorporate all of the things that you could at once and to try to keep it kind of narrow and bare bones just to say, okay, here's what we want to do and get a process done. It was mainly just the elementary um, statistics of offensive and defensive categories, you know, two pointers made and uh, steals, assists, turnovers, and um, just simple kind of things. And, and using that to, to try to branch out and to get into something more in depth. And I kind of called upon some things that I had in the past from playing high school basketball as well and the assistant coaches on those teams and seeing what they did. So Early on, we also did a little bit of a, a plus minus, but that became a little bit challenging with all of the offensive defensive substitutions that would happen in the in the last you know, few minutes of a quarter or end of game situation. So expand on that a little bit. What's plus minuses? So basically the, the plus minus system is where a player is on the court and taking that person's um, the score while they're in the game and if you scored offensively two points, you had a positive rating. If the defense, if you gave up points, then you had a negative rating. So it was kind of saying that um, this is your value during the game. But I don't think that's always a, a true sense of it just because of the timing of a game. And, you know, you could be in at the very uh, beginning and go on a, a run. And it's just situational. It, it, it's not always as uh, effective as the, the most um, – you know, utilized kind of statistic for me, at least. Well, now in 2018, 2019, what kind of metrics are you going to focus on? What's important for you as a, as an assistant coach to feed into the head coach to help him make real-time decisions? We, we've taken a system called the value point system, which other coaches have used and adopted and kind of brought that into our analysis. And we do some statistics on the side as we're going through the game where we track all the statistical categories and just say that these ones are weighted more or less than, than something else. And we do some other stats where we take a look at shot charts of our team compared to the other team and do it by quarter to see how effective we are in the offensive zone and how effective we are in keeping other teams outside of that area as well. So we do a little bit of multiple layers of, of different kinds of statistics to say, this is helping us out. We're keeping the team out of the, the paint. So make them shoot longer shots and we're getting inside. So 
uh, we, we kind of use both things as a, a means to help to see you know who these players are on our team that are scoring or that are being inside of the, the zone that we want as well as uh, you know how are we keeping them the other team out so you're playing moneyball essentially at the high school <laughs> level well it's I guess a little bit of a watered down version of it but we try to uh, incorporate other things that we have seen that have worked or that are being utilized within the uh, the current framework of analytics and hopefully it's uh, helping us out and being more successful. I think we have as a team uh, accomplished that. You know, it's something that we, we try to do is um, here at hustle is offer resources to co to coaches um, when they identify a particular area of their game or their teams playing um, that's kind of underperforming, you know, say they're not doing a good job at boxing out and not getting rebounds. We put um, some great uh, materials on the app to teach you how to do better at those things. Um, thinking about it from a, a statistical point of view, how do you evolve what becomes important to your team based on, you know, how, how the team's performing in various areas of the game? Yeah, well, we're always looking for new and improved ways to do things. So anytime there's more data out there to kind of churn through or to absorb is a helpful tool for us to, to use. And with you having multiple things to teach kids at a lower level and up through a, a more developed level, it's helpful for coaches to say, hey, check out this type of, um, you know, drill or um, specialty to, to kind of focus more because you have some other things that you are doing or excelling at, but you need a little bit more work here. So, I mean, we do track a lot of things of boxing out is one of our biggest categories that we try to improve upon. And that's mm -hmm. always the first thing. Actually, sometimes it's the first three things that are written down, box out, box mm -hmm. out, box out, because if you don't have the basketball, you're not going to be able to, to score. So it's, it's one of the things that we, we try to focus on and having drills and teaching tools available for kids is a, a, a huge benefit and it can be used for a great advantage. Do you have to have a special kind of head coach to get buy-in for using statistics to drive decision makings? A lot of coaches are accepting of the way that the game has turned to a more statistical approach. Um, I know that our head coach was never opposed to having ideas uh, brought in about the statistics that have been utilized or that we were working on. So he's been a very helpful in uh, being a major proponent and saying, yes, I want to know more about this or tell me what we can do better and how we can do it by the numbers that you're coming up with. And can we chart this or can we take a look at something additional? And he's been a big pioneer of going into uh, different types of stats and saying, hey, we want to focus on this. Can How can we do it better? So uh, I give a lot of credit to uh, my brother, who's the head coach, as well as the other coaches on the staff for helping out with uh, different metrics or different things that we can, we can bring up. And um, it's been very helpful from that standpoint. So Gabe, where do you hear about different metrics? I mean, are you always sort of studying what's coming out um, from, from other coaches or what they're reporting on ESPN or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you hear sure. about different opportunities? 
Yeah, it's it's kind of a just a different. Um, there are there are a lot of sites out there that you can pull from, you, like you said, ESPN or from mm-hmm. other coaches. Uh, I know that, as I said earlier, there were some things that I took from my assistant coaches uh, growing up. Uh, you know, playing for for high school teams. So um, it was just kind of searching and just seeing what works for you as well. So we just kept on trying to track more and more things and see how could we incorporate it without being too much of, of an overkill. You know, you don't want to be bogged down in the stats, but it's always good to try to stay current and, you know, read up a little bit on it on some different websites or just talk to, to different coaches that are out there that um, are within your, your program. So, you know, maybe go to the, uh, the girls team or go to a, um, a different head coach from another team or assistants that you might know from within uh, the different ranks. So it's always good to just kind of ask your peers about those things. And always uh, social media has a lot of different things out there as well that you can call upon. Um, Let's talk a little bit about technology in basketball. Um, You know, with, uh, with hustle, that's, that's really the name of our game. So how, how can technology like hustle, change the way that you develop as a statistician? Well, with uh, different types of outlets through technology, it will enable us to have more of a, a real time and up to you know, speed type of return on what's going on within a game. I know that uh, I think within our ranks, they've allowed us to have um, some devices on the sidelines to kind of go through and look at um, you know, different types of applications or kind of just use an iPad or something on the, on the bench to, to go through that. We haven't used it as effectively as we could at this point, but I think mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, as that becomes more um, mainstream, then we'll be able to, to call upon that and utilize that. And, you know, outlets such as Huddle or Hustle and Huddle have helped us to be able to go through and do a lot of scouting and advanced scouting as well as, uh, you know, drills and being able to help leverage those types of um, things for, for kids to, to use as training techniques and tools. Walk us through how you're taking stats and, and calculating and crunching numbers in real time. Is it pen and paper? Do you have a calculator? Is there a spreadsheet? What, uh, what do you have at your disposal? Well, uh, currently we do it the old fashioned way. So pen and paper. So anybody can do it who's just starting out. Um, and we've just set up a, basically a routine type of um, system where we just have the players' names and just the different statistical categories that we're using and uh, have the, the basics down to you know, just numbering the system out where amount of shots that are up or um, sort of just circle. Uh, or put an X by a mater uh, missed attempt and just kind of chart out what each player is doing individually. So take that in turn and put it into a spreadsheet. But as we progress, we might be able to translate in that, that into more of a uh, online approach where we can put it into a spreadsheet on the bench and have those stats kind of up to date and calculated as a, uh, as we need to on a quicker basis. But right now with the, the game going as fast as it does, um, sometimes it's, for me currently, it's a little bit easier to do it in the system I have. But when I take some time, I might be able to figure out a, a different way to, to do that with a uh, technological approach. I've been told that we'll be able to share this 
spreadsheet with our our hustle listeners here so uh, there'll be a link on on the landing page here for the podcast perfect uh yeah i know somebody here who's uh helped create that so i, I think that's nice definitely all right so uh gabe what role do you see sports technology playing uh, in the future uh, of statistics for basketball and, and maybe in particular for middle school high school statisticians well i think it will definitely again help with the the real time uh to get that because sometimes when you're in the heat of the game you can't really uh, recall everything as clearly so you'll have that right at your fingertips and just those one can say yes that's exactly what happened here or to be able to help uh coach kids on those on the bench where you can see the plays that are, that are happening. So you might be able to, to draw out a play and to kind of go through the, the motions uh, and funnel that down to, to all levels and not just have it at the top or upper echelon schools within uh, you know, certain areas. So hopefully that will be able to, to help bring it more real time as well as to help more in the, the coaching. So you're not doing all the tabulation so that you can say, okay, here's, it's already done for me. It's uh, the numbers are, are here. I can now coach the player a little bit more effectively rather than having to constantly tabulate everything out. So you've got more time to, to spend instructionally with the kids. Yeah, that certainly sounds like uh, the direction um, for sports technology overall uh, when it comes to, stati- to statistics. Um, but let's talk about your players, you know, how do they leverage technology? I know all of them have a smartphone. You know, what sure. are they doing on there? Sure. Well, we're hoping that they are watching all of the game film that we've cut up for them so they mm-hmm. know what's going on with their next opponent. And I know that our coaching staff does a, a really excellent job of putting together clips to have what, have our kids watch specifically uh, other players and, and plays so that they're well informed of what's going to be taking place. But we know that they're not always doing that. It's a lot of um, social media where they might say, hey, I had a great play. I'm going to cut this clip up and show all my friends and put it out on the social media, which is, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also been a, a great tool for them to use for recruiting. Uh, so they can do all these highlight uh, reels that they can put together and share with different coaches that – we'll be able to, you know, see what they've done and to uh, have that clip of them. So it, it's been helpful in, in those aspects for, for the kids and just the uh, being able to, to do drills on the technology as well. So they need some help with a certain aspect of their game, ball handling or, um, you know, learning how to proper defensive techniques they can go through and, uh, use technology to, to figure that out. And just to the amount of data that's out there for them to, to go through and, and, and utilize is just overwhelming now. So it, places that are able to streamline it for them, make it more effective for them to utilize their time, especially with as limited as it is now with basketball being pretty much, uh, well, all sports really not having too much of an off season. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. No, that's, uh, that's certainly what we're here to do at Hustle. All right, let's go into our rapid fire round. So we've got five 
questions for you here in the rapid fire rounds. What is the most obscure thing that you measure? Well, I don't know if it's obscure, but we've recently started to um, track what we call a turkey, which is similar okay. to, you know, in bowling where you get three strikes. It's really yeah. good. We're saying when we have three defensive stops in a row, we call that a turkey. So it gets the bench excited, gets the kids on the, the court excited, so everyone stays involved. And, you know, some kids might have a little uh, more fun with it, uh, you know, with the gobble gobble and things like that, especially <laughs> with the, uh, you know, becoming a, right around the Thanksgiving time. So, you know, it's a, it's a fun thing to, to keep the kids entertained and to keep them uh, looking for a goal within the game. I like it. I'm going to start measuring turkeys in everyday <laughs> life. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. The next one is, so what measurable separates great players from the rest? Well, I think that some of the things that we've tracked recently and things that I like to, to track that are like that are those gritty kind of stats, like offensive rebounding, charges and steals that don't always show up in the paper or anything like that. But, you know, without those, without getting those possessions, something that kind of separates and puts, uh, you know, might have that kid on the court rather than somebody else because they're willing to, to take that extra effort to, to be out there. So I think those are some of the things uh, you, you can't really teach those stats or those traits, but we want to have those kids because uh, that separates them. Awesome. Who is an inspirational coach that you look up to? Well, I, uh, Matt might know this one, uh, beforehand, but uh, Coach Izzo, he's one of my favorites. And uh, oh, yeah. we got an opportunity to take our team out there during a summer camp. And uh, I was always impressed with how he and his team were able to convert on situational plays coming out of bounds or out of timeouts and half times and end of game situations. So I've always thought it was pretty incredible that they had such a high success rate on those and I've always uh, enjoyed watching his team and uh, the way his players are play. Awesome. Got it. So what is the best sports movie ever made? Well, sticking with the uh, basketball theme here, I, I can't go wrong with saying Hoosiers, right? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, how can you not get fired up when you hear that slow clap going? Got it. And so <laughs> last one in the rapid fire round in the off season, when you have some time, what are your hobbies? What off season, right? Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> that's what you mentioned earlier. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, well, I, I enjoy, as you, I'll bring it back to you earlier, uh, you know, going to watch some baseball games and keeping stats back, uh, uh, you know, for teams. That's what uh, we used to do growing up. So I, I still enjoy going to baseball games, watching that in the summer, and just being with uh, friends and family and just trying to uh, just – Stay relaxed. Yeah, that's a good, that is a good motto. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, coach, really appreciate this. Um, Matt, anything to say before we wrap up? Good luck this season, coach. Appreciate, appreciate it. Time. Thank you guys for having me.